Recording started. Um, right, this is going to be a video, but I've done no notes or anything. I just decided I was going to do it. I kind of wanted to do my 2023 Liverpool review, uh, like a how last season end, ended and stuff. But I'm doing that with John on Tuesday as like a first episode to our new podcast. So keep this one too. This is going to be what I think and we'll be talking a lot of shit about nothing as well. Liverpool, let me turn this TV down. What Liverpool should do in the... Uh, in the January transfer window, because we've been a team who've done stuff in the January transfer window. I remember we, for for years we were kind of like a team that never never manoeuvred in the January January transfer window. But I think I feel like the Americans and Klopp, and because we are skin, no matter how much you dress it up, we are skin. I think they realise you can get a deal in January sometimes, um, because clubs are trying to make money to back to like you know to do other moves and and move players on when they've got too many or like players like get, think of some of the bargains we got. And I know. January used to be seen as like a time where you couldn't get cheap players, but Diaz was definitely cheap. Gakpo was cheap. I know Diaz was a bit different because we basically got Daniel Levy to do all the negotiating for us. And then just knowing he didn't want to go to Tottenham, sign him at the last minute. But look at Gakpo that came out of nowhere. He was, what, 30-something million for Gakpo. Like any any player you get 30 million now is a bargain. And then I know we obviously massively spent on Van Dijk, but look at the signings. We Other than Gakpo, who just came in and did all right and had some good games and we've the season sort of like just finished. The Diaz, the Diaz signing, look at that. We was we looked a million miles away from even challenging from the league. The, the, the January Diaz came in. I think we were top of the league at Christmas. Was we always that? No, I'm thinking of the COVID year. Maybe it was a COVID year we were top of the league at Christmas, but the quadruple league year, we was like 11, 12 points off um, City, signed Diaz. We finished one point behind City, unluckily get to the Champions League final, look a million miles away from that. Actually, I think we maybe won all our group stages, so that's probably a bit stupid to say. But you know what I mean? We looked a million miles away from being a proper side who was going to win two trophies and challenge for others. Bobby, the, there's just so much going on around here at the minute that Bobby's just barking. Listen to him just growling and barking. Everything. Stop, Bobby. The Amazon guy's just been, so that set him off. We've got fucking JJ asleep, having a nap, and Meg doing some fucking shopping. So we've got about half an hour max to do this video. Um, but yeah, I just think January's have been always been like quite good. So I was looking at that again with the Van Dyke one. I know we overpaid for Van Dyke, but Van Dyke kicks that like so one thing I always think when people say call Coutinho a rat and that because he left and went to Barcelona. Would you say Coutinho's a rat? We looked a, I know we, what we ended up doing, but we looked a million miles away from again, I know I keep saying million miles, but we did. We looked a million miles away from ever challenging for leagues, forever challenging for European Cups. We just about got into the Champions League the season before on the final day. I know like comfortably we beat Borough 3 0, but like just about got in on the final day. We didn't look like we were going to challenge for it or anything. Coutinho went to Barcelona. Obviously, we've ended up doing this with Barcelona, but no one could have foreseen that at the time. Barcelona seemed like the most surefire way of leaving to go and win trophies. Maybe he won a La Liga, I don't know, but like you would never... And then he went and won the European Cup at Bayern, so you'd never... I didn't begrudge him going to Barcelona and we got loads of money for him, but then we bought Van Dijk and got to a Champions League final and look what Van Dijk did for our... our, our well, our team for three, four, five years still now, still probably the best defender in the league. So January is not like this this wasteland where you can't buy players that can kick on. And I think I've always thought in the summer I was disappointed we never signed a defender and never once thought about our attack. I did, definitely didn't realise that Gakpo, uh, Diaz was going to come back as bad as he has from the injury. He is bad, he's come back bad. Bear in mind, I wanted to sell Salah to sign Diaz, uh, to, to make Diaz the main man. The summer after we, we should have won the quadruple, but we did one two. I was ready. I was saying sell Salah, cash in on Salah, and make Diaz the main man. 
Um, because I could fall, I it's weird to say because he's obviously our top goal scorer and one of the top goal scorers in the league. But I think I, I foreseen the drop on Salah because he's been bad for a couple of years. I don't understand how like, this is such a like a taboo thing to say that he's been bad because he gets the numbers. He always gets the numbers and he'll always get the numbers. But his overall game, overall games dropped massively. He hasn't beat a man in two seasons. His pace is like he's not slow anymore, but his absolute like dynamite rapid pace has gone. Like, I don't know why it's, like, such a weird thing to say. Let's sell a, sell a 31-year-old who's massively on the decline for fucking 150 million plus something. Same with Diaz. People have like, just been having an argument then on Twitter with someone, well, and with Steve saying, worst shout of the finger with Diaz, um, saying he's toast. Me, he's toast. There's not, that's not to say that he won't come back from it. Like I said, I got my attention drawn to the fact that people take two years to come back from these injuries. I think it's like a... So American footballers will do their ACL and there's not even a question they're going to come back as good because they're tough. They're hard men. If you watch any of these like American uh, football, NFL uh, reality TV shows like Hard Knocks or All or Nothing, these are hard people. They play through sprained ankles, like proper sprained ankles. They play through hamstrings and injuries and everything. So when they come back from the ACL, they don't give a fuck, mate. They're still going 100 mile an hour. Whereas footballers are not like that. They they take look. Van Dyke took a twelve months, eighteen months to come. Like he's playing at his best in terms of how good he can be now. Because obviously he's a bit older and everything. But it took him. He was a, he was abysmal last season. Terrible. He was a he was shocking last season. Look at some of the like Bournemouth Bournemouth away last year. A standout bad performance from him. Like he was terrible. But now he looks like a proper defender again. Someone said Sané. I'm not sure how good Sané has gone. But Royce is another one at Dortmund. Do the ACL or like a bad knee injury. You just don't seem to uh, come back from it the same at first, and then they do kick on. So, and then Jota, another one of our forwards, who this is another thing where I feel like people are too stupid to understand when you say it. Jota will always score goals because he's a goal scorer, and he and and he's 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 pretty selfish. So that his selfish player will always mean he scores goals. But go and look at his goals. Hang on, I'll bring it up now. Let's have a look and have, let's have a look at Jota's goal to game ratio and stuff like that. Because for someone who offers basically fucking nothing, um. Going like all round player does nothing. His goal scoring is not that good, is it? Let's have a look. So he's got fifty goals in one hundred and thirty one games for us in all competitions. So not even one in every two. Bear in mind he offers nothing in most other areas other than goal scoring and finishing. He's got thirteen his first season, twenty one in his second one, which was good. But that's the first time he played a few games. And then last year seven in the league, and this year he's on five so far. Like. Another injury hit season this year. Injury hit first season. Injury hit second season. Obviously, the year we came, the year was on for the quadruple. He had he, he didn't really have an injury hit season, but he wasn't he wasn't a he wasn't a first team player that season. He wasn't a guaranteed starter. I'm pretty sure he started all three finals on the bench. He'd come off the bench a lot more, and would come off the bench when we were like winning games and would score the third. Or do you know what I mean? Like would score the fourth in a game. I saw. I don't understand why that's another one where you say Jota's not like great. Definitely doesn't suit our style of play. I don't know why people are blind to the fact that he definitely does not suit our style of play, which is why he's never been a starter. In the, this is his fourth season. He's never held down a regular guaranteed starting spot. So I don't understand why it's so like... I would keep him. I probably would keep him because he offers us something else and he's a goal scorer. Like the goal, remember the Tottenham 4-3 goal uh, game last season? Was that last season or the year before? The 4-3 one anyway. Only he would score that. The goal on the weekend against uh, Burnley... He's the only one who would come on and score that at that tight angle. Like he's the only really like natural, natural finisher in our squad. But he's not good enough. And I feel like there's enough people think he's not good enough. He isn't good enough. We didn't even want to sign him. We signed him because we wanted to sign Werner. 
it was the year after COVID, all the teams were skinned and they, uh, RB Leipzig were insisting that his release clause was met and paid in full, whereas we couldn't afford that. And we were going to pay it and we would have done it, but we couldn't afford it. And Wolf sold him was on like, not the cheap, but like where we basically, I think we paid like 7 million up front or something. So in the summer, I was like, don't bother with the attack, sort the midfield out and get one defender. We've managed to get through with this Kwansai being good, or Kwansai or whatever, being good enough. And the fact that no one can really defend in the league anyway means that like you can get away with having a bad defence. The midfield is he's looking all right. I'm still sad that we never signed the number six. And if we could go, I would rather sign another a proper number six than a attacker. But we're not going to do that. We've he's signed four midfielders, and that's his new midfielders. And you got like Thiago to maybe come back. Curtis Jones is in there as well. So I don't think he's going to sign a midfielder. And because I was desperate for us to sign one defender in the summer, you would think I would say go and go and buy a defender now. But I wouldn't. I would get an attacker. Attackers are what. Spike your season. I know it sounds like why do you need it? Why do you need something to spike your season? You've cruised through the Europa League group, you're top of the Premier League, but we're top of a bad Premier League, aren't we? That the reason why I said I don't think Liverpool could title challenge all year is because I didn't expect the league to be this bad. City are having a really bad year, I think it's a hangover from the treble. Arsenal spent half a billion pounds, so you expect them to be there or thereabouts, and they're just about thereabouts. You know what I mean? They're not like fully in a title race, they, they are, they will be, but I think they're fourth at the minute. I think they've got to maybe they play today, but they are. I think the fourth, as as I made this video, the fourth. Let's have a look. Yeah, they play today, but the fourth. Um, obviously, a win today puts them above us, but we'll have a game in hand. So it's not like it's not like the league's good. We're top of a bad league. Perfect. I will happily win a bad league. How nice would it be to win a league on eighty-five points instead of finishing on fucking ninety-three and ninety-seven and coming second or scoring a hundred goals under Rodgers and win the only team ever to win eleven Premier League games in a row and come second. Maybe not since Klopp came in. Do you know what I mean? Although even the Rafa Benitez season was the only the, the only time that point total wouldn't have won the league was something silly again. I can't remember. And even the Julia year, um, where we won like did we win eleven out of our last twelve, but Arsenal won all twelve. I can't remember what it was. So every time we've come like you look at our Premier League total, our Premier League winning total, we we, we were like statistically and like almost like historically unlucky on three of them, four of them. No one's ever going to come second again, ever, in the history of the Premier League, I promise you now, or in the history of any European football league, ever in history, no one will ever come second on, on 97 points, ever. It will never happen again, and we came second on 97 points, so I would love to win the league on 84, 85 points, 86 points, and everyone else just like finish on like 80, 82, like, that'd be unbelievable. So, And I think it's possible, but I think we need to strengthen in January, and attacker, I think an attacker that sparks something that the fans get excited about, even the players in the squad get excited. But look, when Diaz came in, he was taking men on. He was in a front three that had massively slowed down. So Salah, Mane and Firmino. Firmino was never fast, but had slowed massively and he kept giving the ball away. Mane, had, Mane couldn't beat a man anymore and Salah was struggling to beat a man. Diaz came in and he was fast. He was electric. He was he was taking people on. He was scoring like the odd goal. He was getting assists and everything. That's what we need again because I feel like Diaz, Diaz hasn't got that. Gakpo's a better all-round player than Diaz, but he doesn't offer that. Do you know that like... Maverick Spark, that's what we need. It used to be Salah, Manny had it in him, but then obviously Salah doesn't have that really in him anymore. He's just more of like a overall provider and goal scorer. Jota definitely doesn't have that in him. Gakpo doesn't have that in them. Nunes, he doesn't have that spark. He's just raw pace and, and power and do you know what I mean? Like he's got a massively high ceiling, Nunes, and I think he will come good and I think he will score goals for us. And I think he I think if you keep him for by next season, he'll be a 20, 20 goal Premier League striker. A million percent. I'm not even, I don't worry about how Nunes will settle in. I just think he's that raw and that 
coming to a new country and that like passionate and stuff that and that much of a confidence player that I think he he was always going to struggle. But why why is there no patience in, in football anymore? Give Nunes a couple of seasons. Why are we so insistent that he has to be good overnight? So, but we need a spark. I would definitely go and buy an attacker. Now, listen, I don't know enough about football and I don't watch football enough to be able to give you any suggestions on uh, who we should sign. But I'd say, yeah, go on. Surely people watching this video would know someone off the top of their head, someone straight away, someone... Don't have to be someone expensive, just someone who's going to come in the team, a fresh face, fast, skillful, takes on a man, can get the crowd going. I don't know who this would be, but there must be players out there who we can sign. But I would leave the defence. We've got Robertson to come back. Uh, into the into the fold, who even though he's probably a bit off his best as well, and I don't think he suits the new system that we're kind of playing. He's still better than uh, Gomez or um, Costas at left left back, and he's a better option. Van Dijk's pretty much back to his best. Obviously, Matic probably played his last game for Liverpool. You got Canate there, who to me is one of the best defenders in the league. This Kwanzaa kid who's young and like just full of full of just like you know like youthful exuberance or like or whatever it is. So you'll just be all right. You'll play well and then you might have to drop him back out next season because you can't just keep playing a, a young player that like, well unless he's good enough you can but I feel like he couldn't have a young player like him you can put him in and they can be a hit early on and then if you play him too much to can you're like uh budget 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 Stefan Badgetich Badgetic whatever anyway Badgie uh, like him last season I know he's been injured this season but I forgot that he's come he's coming back that's why another another reason we don't need a midfielder because I think he is unbelievable and once he comes back and he starts playing I think he'll be good so Definitely don't need a midfielder. And defence, I think we can use this little patched-up defence and limp over the line with it if we sign an attacker. Uh, I don't know what everyone else thinks, but definitely get an attacker in through the door. And I think, we'll, I, think, I think we'll kick ourselves if we don't and Arsenal win the league on 84 points. Because obviously City win the league, then what can you do? City win the league. If they go and win 13 games after January, like they, like they usually do, and they win the league, then it's just like, well, City won the league. But if Arsenal win the league, and Burman Arsenal will strengthen because fucking Arteta, like I said, he is the, he's got must have the easiest job in football. He spends 100, 100 to 200 million every single summer. They don't win anything. They bottle the league with seven games left, badly bottle the league as well. People like to post the league table from when we finished uh, second with Rodgers and just like conveniently forget that City had two games in hand and we played fucking Chelsea that year. Um, Arsenal bottled the league last season as bad as anyone has ever bottled the league. He spent 500 million Arteta to just be fourth in a bad league uh, and finish second last season when they fucking should have walked it towards the end. So we'll kick ourselves massively if it gets to the end of the season and Arsenal win the league and we didn't strengthen because they will strengthen. They'll buy someone because they just they just spend money. Now. That's what they do. They're, they're a club that spends money. And good on them. Like I'm not. I'm, I'm obviously jealous. I'm not like saying, oh, why do they spend money? We should be spending money. They're the perfect example of a of they're not state owned. They've got owners that reinvest money back into the club, but yet they can spend money and we can't. So we need to sign someone in January, sign an attacker, reignite the season, even though you said, like, why do we need to reignite the season? We're, we're top. Obviously, I'm not saying, like, we're playing badly or anything, but just get that little spark where the crowd get back. People are all, obviously, I've not been going this year, but everyone's mourning about the atmosphere at home games. Everyone's mourning about the atmosphere at away games, even big games. United at home, the crowd can't get up for it. But I feel like that was what it was like the quadruple year. I think the first half of the quadruple year, keep calling it the quadruple year, we didn't win it, but you know what I mean? I think the first half of the quadruple year, we didn't look like anything. And it was, again, it was a flat season after the COVID one where we just about snuck in the top four and stuff. So I think sign a player in January, definitely sign a player in January and attacker and just let's go and win the league. I think the league is there to be won. It's a bad year. We've got the most consistent and like, obviously Pep is the most consistent, but I mean like at Evels and Arsenal, we've got the most consistent trophy winning good manager 
And I think we'll kick ourselves because I think the league's there to be won. And that's it. That's my little video. 16 minutes, that's fine. I never, I used to always want to do these for 20 minutes. I don't know where the half an hour mark came from. So I'll do a little bit of talking at the end. So this will be the last video of my Christmas stuff. Sadly, Christmas is over now. I know Meg fucking put our decorations down on the 27th of December. Bobby's growling, which means someone's here. Who is it? Nobody. Bobby, shut up, mate. Um, Come on, let's get your candle. Anyone else got a push on who just barks at everything? This is my dog, Bobby, and he barks at everything. If someone shuts a car door, he barks. If he is talking out there, he barks. If the bin men come, he barks. If there's a knock on the door, he barks. Sometimes he barks and there's no noise. He just does it because he's a knobhead, aren't you? But he's a good dog because you can run out. There's nobody there. Nobody is outside. Cut out. Um... So yeah, I've got me and John. I've got a video coming out on this. Will probably be the last video I do. Just sat on the couch. Maybe these ones where I'm just talking shit and got the TV and I'll do them from the couch because they don't need to that thing. But I went through all the podcasts and the live chat and stuff. I might start using the other house, the Airbnb, as a like a studio when there's no one in to do the live chats because I think sitting in the kitchen with that all white background just doesn't do it for me at all. And I don't think it's what I watch YouTube videos. Not like. I put them in the background and listen to them, which is what I think the market is for me. And I feel like yeah, just looking at them and it just being a fucking white background is just shit. Even this is better, but then this to me is too laid back. I feel like I just sit here and I'm, and it's not really like a proper thing. I don't know. Um, so yeah, me and John are going to do our 2023 review on Tuesday. So it's not going to be this season or last season. It's going to be how we end, how last season, the end of last season went and how we ended it and what our what our hopes was in the summer, who we bought in the summer, how well they've kicked on, players we sold, what we missed out on and how we've started so far and what our expectations are going into 2024. I think it'd be a good little video. It's a bit different to doing like how our season's gone so far or whatever. So it's like bringing in both sides of the from last season and this season. I'll do my live chat. So probably I'm not going to do one tomorrow, uh, today, why would I? Maybe I'll do one on like Friday during the week or something like fit one in, but Definitely, the live chats are going to be coming back every Sunday. Every single Sunday, there'll be a live chat. Like, obviously, December, I'm just very flaky in December. Like, I'm a very Christmassy person, so I get pissed a lot. I uh, I just, because I'm off work, I just, I just, this, you'll find out. Like, I'm not, this is, people, I think people think I'm going to fuck this off. I'm going to be doing this for four, <coughs> four or five years. I love it. <coughs> I've been doing it since fucking September. I've got loads of plans, like, the boxing Twitter a lot and people like sometimes people on Twitter say like, oh, look at how bad these views are doing. These views, are, these videos are doing fine. Like, I don't know what, they obviously don't have a clue about YouTube. To be doing this a few months and have like nearly 3,000 subscribers and get like six, 700 views, regular, even, but to be fair, so that's just the last two. Usually a thousand views on my live chats. All my other videos will get like 300, 400. What's wrong with that? I've been doing it a few months. I plan on doing this for five years, minimum. So... I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I've got loads of things planned. I've got actual, not just sitting in things. I want to do, me and John are going to be doing walk and talks with the dogs and guests and stuff. We're going to have guests on. One of the main things I want to do since I did it with, I did the video with Joe. I did the video with Mazai May, uh, Macy. I was never really know how to pronounce that name. Um, I will do a video with anyone. If anybody wants to, wants to jump on and they have conspiracy theories they want to talk about, diets, anything, drop me a DM and I will do it. I'll do a video with you. And if I don't, I'm not well-versed on it, then you can teach me and I'll speak about it and I'll give you my not well-versed opinions or my versed opinions. If it's something like you want to talk about football, if a Sheffield United fan wants to come on and talk about the relegation fight, let's come on and talk about the relegation fight. If a Plymouth fan wants to come on and talk about League One or whatever League Plymouth are in, let's come on and talk about League One. I'll try my best to get, in, get involved and talk about it with you. So I will do videos with anyone. 
any single person who wants to jump on this, jump on a podcast and do a little fucking, do a little half an hour talking shit video, give me a DM and we will. Boxing Twitter, I've extended an invitation for any person on Boxing Twitter, any of them, all of them who want to all give me shit and argue all the time, jump on the live chat on a Sunday and we'll see if you've, if you're like still as, you know, like talkative on here because they won't be, I guarantee it because it's, this is, it's hard to do and, uh, and they're all shit bags. And and that is a, just a fact of the matter. They are all bad shit bags, and not one of them will jump on here. They're all going, oh, give me fifty quid. Do you think I've not been following Darren till enough to know that the second the fifty quid goes, you'll just laugh and go, oh my god, I can't believe you got to send me fifty quid. I'm not stupid. So yeah, that's my new thing for next year. Podcast with John on a Tuesday. Walk and talks with John. Watch alongs with John. My live chats on Sundays. A weekly boxing and MMA thing. We've possibly could be with Maisie, Mazai, Maisie, Maisie. I'm gonna call Maisie every week, or not every week with him, but like big UFC cards, big boxing cards, stuff like that. I'll be doing them. And like I said, anytime anybody wants to do a video on any subject, drop me a message. You don't even need any software or anything. I just send you a link and you come into here, and we'll do it. We'll do a video on any topic you like, and we'll just get it going. It'll be it'll be good, and I'll enjoy it. And you'll enjoy it because ask anyone who's done the videos, ask Joe, ask John, ask the uh, football podcast one. They're fun, they're enjoyable. It's just like chatting to your mate on on TV on screen. So yeah, it's a bit of a channel update as well as Liverpool's January transfer window. What I think we should do. I've probably missed loads of things that I had in my head, um, but yeah, twenty-one minutes that'll do. Bye, all. I hope you all had a good Christmas, and I hope you all have a good New Year. See you later.